Welcome to Dirty Hank's Monoball Podcast. I'm Hank, your single nut host and illustrious leader of the Monoballer Legion. Our single nutted community of cunts is growing every day, and I am as stunned as a nun in a whorehouse at the support out there. When I started this, I was just after some attention. I have an ego that needs more stroking and jerking than my hungry, starved cock. I never imagined getting more than a few pity listens or man-brain sloppy seconds. Expectations have been exceeded though, and I am proud of the love I've received so far. It has given my ego an erection big enough to fuck myself right up the ass until it comes out my mouth. What an achievement, monoballers. There's sick fucks out there that would pay good money for that, and I'm probably one of them. So help me fuck myself even harder than a can girl's cunt knuckle on big black dildo day. And keep listening, keep sharing the shit out of me, and help me achieve chlamydia status on the podcasting world's ears. The indie podcasting community is very much like a family. Some are friends, some are downright cunts. The bottom line is that we are all in this together and really shouldn't be shitting on each other and destroying our own network. In saying that, I welcome any trolling as any publicity is good publicity, and this attention whore is always hungry for more. Feed me your filthiest feedback and watch me chow down on it faster than Ming Lee's snatch on my big, white, thick noodle and money bag. An ego the size of mine swells over time, like a slippery engorged clit rubbing against too tight jeans. You don't achieve this level of self-absorption overnight. I was born with the belief that I was king dingling in mind and body. The world deserved to experience me in all my glory. So my dream of being an entertainer started very early in life. Initially, I dreamt of being an actor. I did speech and drama at school and participated in all the school plays because theatre girls are hot and creative types that like experimenting. When I was around 14, I was concerned that my only feature, not on par with the rest of my stunning and flawless physique and throbbing personality, was my teeth. I saw an orthodontist to rectify this as soon as possible, as I had places to go and teen girls to fuck. I clearly remember the specialist looking at my teeth and saying to my mother, don't worry about it, he'll never be good looking enough to be on TV anyway. What a cunt. He obviously wasn't aware of my thumb ring and the powers it held. My destiny that awaited me. Look at me now, you straight-toothed knob-gobbler, kicking fucking goals in the podcasting world as I hide my pussy-saturating looks, crooked teeth, and big horse-sized cock behind a poo-emoji head. Who's good-looking now, cunt? Well, despite this advice, I didn't let it stop me pursuing the dream of gyrating in the ambience of adoring fans. I started with comedy on stage, starring in the winning team at the state championship for theatre sports in high school. For those that don't know, theatre sports is 100% improv comedy. Five of us from a boys' private school smashed all the other teams. On stage in comedy sketches, not just in the toilets post-show. 
Interestingly, the school had two teams in the competition. There was one bloke in the other team that has gone on to be a Logie Award and AFI winning Australian actor. The son of a bitch is living my childhood dream. But he knows, and I know, that he was and never will be as funny or fuckable as Hank, be it 1995 or 2019. So fuck you, Guyton Grantley, you soft cock bitch. I gave up my acting dreams and decided musicians get more pussy than a gynecologist can finger anyway. In my senior year, I started writing songs with Dave from Manbrain. I wrote the lyrics and he wrote the music. I got an opportunity to perform a concert at an all-girls private school with a song we wrote. I fucking love being the centre of attention amongst a sea of virginal girls and whores. My cock swelled at the thought of them creaming their panties as they watched me on stage. I envisioned having groupies waiting for me after the show, wet and trembling at the excitement of being in my proximity. When that didn't happen, my teenage brain concluded that they were intimidated by my talent and obviously starstruck. 20 years later, when I was on the dating scene after fucking up my marriage, I went on a first date with a woman. She soon realised that she remembered me doing that concert. She went all awkward, left early, and never returned my calls. Funny how fans freak out, isn't it? After school, I was in a band with Dave. I was the lead singer, but in all honesty, I wasn't the best singer. Dave and I wrote some pretty awesome songs though, and you can hear some of them on SoundCloud. Go check out Galaxy which I believe is one of our best tunes. If you know anything about me, you know I fucking love tits. They are glorious golden globes upon a heavenly woman's body. Perfectly purred pillowed puff bags decorated with a dollop of nipple on top to nibble on before I ram my rock hard cock between them, making me and Christmas come early and turning them into snow capped mountains. I fondly remember one of my first girlfriends, Bianca, having the most sensational pair of tits. God damn, I love motorboating those fun bags. But I sure as shit do not like having a pair of tits on me. I've always been self-conscious of my appearance, and personally, I blame the fucking orthodontist. Despite my monster cock, one particular body part I feel that lets me down is definitely my man boobs, my moobs, my bitch tits. Ever since puberty, I've had little handfuls of breasticles that look like a young girl's budding bonkers. I fucking hate them. I remember one doctor telling me that they were caused from low testosterone and having more estrogen than a male should. Fuck me. So that means I've never been a real man? I got enough cock to fuck right through a line of loose-lipped whores at a woman's right protest march but also the same amount of oestrogen as those cum buckets. Get fucked. Now I'm one nut down as well as swinging a couple of fun size movies. Maybe I'm turning into even more of a sissy bitch than Dave when he's fucking giggling at blunt mummy's drunken slurs. Fuck me. No, seriously, someone fuck me already. I'm not sharing my bitch tits tea without good reason, monoballers. It's that time of the episode for a bit of real hank talk. 
Many of you probably don't know that sometimes these bitch tits can develop breast cancer. All men actually have breast tissue. Some just have more than others. I'm not talking about overweight blokes. Skinny cunts can have bitch tits too. It is fucking rare with only an average of 144 men being diagnosed in Australia every year with breast cancer. But it does occur. The only funny statistic is that the average age of diagnosis is 69. That's my lucky number and go-to position to trick a bitch into giving me head. They can't tell the difference between tongue and finger when they have my fucking cock down-tangled round their tonsils. Gene mutations, family history and hormonal imbalances are the most common factors that could lead to bloke booby cancer. Being obese actually means your body is creating more estrogen. Alcoholics who develop liver cirrhosis are also at higher risk. But the fittest, manliest of men can also be struck down by this. Treatment includes surgery, chemotherapy, hormone therapy and radiation therapy. The same shit that women with breast cancer have to endure. It's fucked if you get this as a bloke, as women own breast cancer. It's represented by the colour pink for fuck's sake. Fair enough too, as the rates are so much higher in women and in no way am I suggesting that we as blokes should have any say in that. But as I've discussed on previous episodes, men's health doesn't get talked about and that's something I want to change. People may not realise men can get breast cancer too. And as if facing your own mortality isn't hard enough, blokes would seriously question their masculinity when faced with this diagnosis, especially if they didn't even realise it was as common as it is. This is why I have chosen it as this episode's men's health issue. If you or a mate have been unlucky enough to be diagnosed with breast cancer, make sure you seek the appropriate help and don't face this shit alone. Or if you were like me and had no idea about this being a men's health issue, then don't forget to check yourself and keep an eye out for anything abnormal, especially if you're rocking your own fun bags like me. It doesn't mean you're not a man. It just means all your testosterone is obviously running through your giant cock. So grab those mini mountains, men, have a squeeze and get your fuck buddy to give them a good fondle and massage as she works her way down to your cock. And don't be a sissy bitch about it. Shout out to heavyweight chumps, Shit Happens When You Party Naked, the not-so-crazy podcast of Blizzard the Wizard and Eli, and Zero Fucks Given. Go to hanksmonoballpodcast.com for all the links to my episodes on iTunes, Podbean, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Radio Public, and TuneIn Radio. Go to my Facebook page, Hanks Monoball Podcast. Thumb it, hate it, troll it. Add me and troll me on Twitter at HankEvans1969 and on Instagram, MattMcGregor69. So, until next time, new show, new direction, but no new ball. Hank 
out.